Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I just want to make sure you're getting this podcast each and every week, so be sure to subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Well, we're going to continue in our discussion about what do prophets do? We we started this off last week. We talked about how prophets, they call and commission God's next leaders, and that perhaps if we are not cultivating prophets and giving prophets a, a voice, we might be missing some key leaders that we need, that God intends to have, but he wants to work through his prophets to commission them. And so something to consider. And so before we go there, I just want to remind you to get my book, Prophetic Secrets. Wow, people are getting this book and they are telling me about it and it's really impacting them. So make sure that you get it at jenniferevaz.com or go to any online retailer that sells books and, and you can get it there. And so back to our topic, what do prophets do? Ephesians 4 verses 11 and 12, it says that that there is an overall leadership responsibility to all the fivefold ministers that are mentioned in that passage, but also including the prophets. It says he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And then it just goes on to charge the fivefold ministers, including the prophets, to promote unity, bring maturity, create stability, speak the truth, and expose deceptive doctrines. And so it's a maturing process that these fivefold ministers engage in, including the prophets. And so you'll find that prophets will reach in and just naturally do those kind of things. You'll find them training. You'll find them equipping. They'll want to do things like schools for prophets or prophetic training weekends or or prophecy seminars, things to, to help people to understand the gift of prophecy and actually step into it themselves. It's very normal for prophets to do those kind of things. And then, and then bring maturity to people while they're doing that. So you'll find them doing that quite a bit, and that's, that's normal. And so we, again, talked about how they commission God's next leaders. And then this week, I want to talk to you about how prophets, they will give warnings they'll protect they'll watch and preserve now remember prophets are always assigned what's called a metron that's a greek word for spear of authority and it's something that god will designate to that prophet and and he will make it clear what that is it could be geographical it could be um, one of the seven mountains of society such as education or government or business or the church etc but they get this spear of authority and that's really important because because then that's what they are going to prophesy into that's what they have authority for and so the lord will begin to speak to them about that 
assignment. And so with that, you'll see that they'll get dreams, they'll get visions, um, they'll carry a heart for it, they'll carry a passion for it, they'll, they'll want to protect the people that are connected to that assignment. They'll watch over them. Uh, they'll try to save them when they're, when there's something coming towards them that's uh, going to destroy them. Uh, they'll correct them as well when they see people that are attached to their metron, their assignment, when they see them going the wrong direction. And this is just all part of that, that function of prophets to give the warnings, to protect, to watch, and to preserve. And so we gotta, we have to ask ourselves, you know, do prophets still do this? I mean, we see it in the Old Testament. We watched how Elisha would hear the war plans of the enemy king, and he would report it back to the king of Israel, almost to the cost of his life. And, and the cost of uh, his servant's life. And we see that happen. And then we see even in the New Testament that there was a prophet uh, from Jerusalem, uh, you know, and they were, they were in Antioch. And one of them named Agabus, he stands up and he, he shows the people that are in that crowd that day. He shows them by their spirit, there's going to be a, a big famine coming across the land. And so because of that prophet's warning, they were able to prepare and not succumb to that famine, not be destroyed by that famine. And so does it still happen today? Well, I believe that it does. However, it seems like we have a lot of prophets that are giving a lot of these prophetic warnings and it's almost coming across like noise and, and a lot of you know different things coming out, even things that conflict with each other. And it's very hard to sort out what's what. And so how do we know what's a real warning to, you know, to actually heed and listen to? And how do we know what to just flush and not even listen to? And I think that's the big debate right now. And, and we're probably going to have a lot of discussions after the election. I think that's going to be one of those those pivotal points, depending on how this election goes uh, in, in the United States, you know, we're going to be having a lot of discussions about all the prophecies and the warnings and the, the things that were coming out, you know, that, that scared a lot of people. And, and we weren't sure what was what and which prophecy to listen to and which warning to, to not listen to. And so we're going to have to sort of through all of that and I believe after the election we will and we're going to have a lot of discussions and a lot of learning curves as a result of that but here's some things that I know in regards to prophets that are going to skew the word that they think they hear because a lot of things are filtered through the lens of the heart you can get a right word from God a right prophetic word from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's pure, it's, it's totally right on. But if you have things in your heart, it will, it will do a voiceover over the, the pure word of the Lord and it will come out the wrong way. It'll come out something that the Lord never intended. So if the, the prophet has pride, Okay, in other words, you know, he has to be elevated and bigger and better than anybody around them. There's going to be a skewed prophetic word. And it's, it's a lens of the heart that alters what was originally pure and it comes out wrong. If the prophet has a need to be powerful and, and, and demonstrate uh, a powerful demeanor and, and be that kind of personality, well, that's going to filter the pure 
word of the Lord and it's going to adjust what comes out on the other side. If there is an anger problem in the prophet, if there's angry at something in society, if they're angry at a politician, if they're angry at the church, they are definitely going to give a wrong word that originally comes to them the right way, but it will it will filter through that anger and it will come out all wrong. I see this all the time. If I can, if I can go ahead and, and nitpick a little bit, I see a lot of prophets. They make very bad, um, uh, negative assertions against God's church. Uh, they, they do it against God's church, mostly in America, maybe some other countries, but it seems to hit America a lot. And, and you know what? There is some problems. There are some things that are awry, but I have found that the, the, the tone of those warnings are largely coming from a place of anger and they will say things against the church universal. And I have to look at them and say, are you talking about all of us? Are you talking about a few churches? Because what you're saying definitely doesn't apply to my church. It doesn't even apply to my friend's church or a whole group of churches that I know. So who exactly are you talking to? And usually what it is, it's usually one church that really aggravated that prophet. And so they gave a grandiose word, um, you know, a, a universal word, a prophetic word to address a wrong that only happened in maybe one church and they're just mad. And so it's one of those things that we have to sort through and we have to discern through because we know that, that the Lord is building up his church and he loves his bride. And sometimes I hear everything but love. What I hear is an abusive husband. What I hear is an abusive father. And that's one of those things that I've taken note of. And I'm very cautious um, about accepting any prophetic word against the church when I, when I realize that that's not about my church that's not about many of my friends church that's probably something that that prophet needs to work out and probably forgive and then finally another thing that will skew the warning that might come through the prophet would be if there is money involved anytime there is a book involved hear me now. Anytime there is a book involved, I can guarantee it's going to be a negative prophecy. It's going to be an angry prophecy. It's going to be a destructive prophecy because those prophecies sell big. Anything that actually says to the people of God or to a nation that God loves you, and, and it's a prophetic word, but God loves you. He's happy with you. He's excited about you. He's embracing you. Those things don't sell. And so those words actually don't get the mileage that, that perhaps a uh, uh, these other ones definitely do, uh, you know, these negative ones definitely do. And so it's easy for a prophet to default into that kind of uh, rhetoric and that kind of language. And so one of these things about warnings, I would really, really like to call every prophet into a heart check about the warnings of the Lord, truly truly call them into a heart check because if anything is functioning here in the heart that isn't pure from the Holy Spirit, you will never give a real warning. And my concern is mostly about when a true warning comes, have, have we just gotten tired of it? And will we not heed that warning when a real one comes because of all of these, these phony ones that have been out there. And so it's just something to think about. And I think it's something to pray into that Lord Jesus, you would purify the hearts of your prophets, especially in America, that the words of warning that, that, that truly need to come will come from a pure place in your name we pray 
Thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Now help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.